Hi, you're listening to Marisol Says It All podcast. I'm your host, Marisol Ruiz, your Latina, energetic, boss babe, no filter, friend, sister, cousin, and you name it. I'm here to dish about all things life. The good, the hard, the raw, the crazy, the fun, the quote unquote unspoken truths. This podcast is for you that wants to feel safe, validated, and understood. Here, it doesn't matter who you love, who you worship, where you're from. You matter and you're enough just as you are. So grab that drink or put on your walking shoes or buckle that seatbelt and let's just say it all. Seriously, thanks so much for tuning in and I can't wait to connect with you. Hi friends, happy whatever month, day, time, year it is because currently I'm in the middle of PTO where I have no idea what month, day, or time, or year we're in and I'm literally in heaven. I hope you are doing as well as you possibly can, that you survived the holidays or you had a great holiday and hopefully you don't feel too overwhelmed trying to get all of your quote unquote goals prepared for 2021. I personally am a total sucker for setting intentions, affirmations, trying to organize my life, trying to declutter my home right before New Year, but will say I'm the first to admit it's always been super overwhelming for me to get my shit together before December 31st, 1159. So the whole purpose of this podcast is I want to share some advice I have on how not to get overwhelmed with quote unquote prepping for 2021 or really prepping for any new life chapter that may come your way. I'll also share the easiest way to set some sort of intentionality to the new year or the new chapter uh, for those that don't want to have a full detailed goal setting session, because that's okay too, friend. If you're not at that level where you want to set all of your goals for the year right now, or all your goals for the new chapter that you're about to embark in, That's totally okay. So I want to start by saying, hell fucking yes, 2020 is almost over as I'm recording this, but you may listen to this while it's 2021. So happy new year. I'm just so happy that 2020 is about to be done. I know what some of you angry cats will say. Ugh, Marisol, you're annoying. A new year doesn't change this shit we're in right now. I don't know why angry cats sound like valley girls, but this is where I'm at. Okay, so yes, valley girl, angry cat, you're 100% right. I get it. I'm not saying poof, everything is fixed. COVID is gone. You have a million dollars in your bank account at 12.01 a.m. January 1st, 2021. No, boo. I'm just the kind of person that gets super excited when it comes to the new year. I'm also that person that loves birthdays, loves to acknowledge when chapters end and new chapters begin. Also a fun fact that no one cares about, but I'm going to say it anyway. I love, 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 love odd number years. Basically, I love odd numbers in general. I love odd number years. So there's that in our favor, (laughs) if that helps in any way. I just like the idea that we get to complete something, even if we start something with the same type of hardship or surroundings. I think it's a huge gift to us that we get to complete 2020 and put that bitch in a little black box and throw it right to the bottom of the ocean. 
So I'm going to be 100% real and perhaps not my super bubbly normal self for a little bit, okay? Just bear with me. Just keep listening because I promise the entire episode is not just about me being a Debbie Downer. And to be really honest, I don't think I'm a Debbie Downer. I think I'm just being realistic through my lens and maybe some of you feel this with me. So I'm not going to lie. The last month of 2020, so December 2020, was actually really hard for me. While I'm so grateful, obviously, for all of the blessings and the opportunities this year has given me, you know, launching my podcast, my YouTube, my new brand, having a job, etc. I think everything finally hit me really hard. You know, everything being how heavy this year has been for all of us collectively. So I'm not going to lie. I have felt super drained and just exhausted like all this month of December. I was also deeply feeling the sorrow of not being able to spend holidays like I normally do with all the people I love. And I know what you're going to say, Valley Girl Angry Cat. It's my choice and I'm okay with it, right? I'm okay that it's my choice because I want to protect myself and my family bubble. But that doesn't mean that I'm not allowed to be super sad about my choice because I miss humans. I miss interactions. I miss um, what used to be. I'm also dealing with a little bit of built up anger in my heart, seeing people not take the pandemic seriously or not even believe in it at all, saying it isn't real, being reckless and selfish with their decisions. The hardest one for me is people using God as a reason to be reckless. It reminds me of a story my mom would tell me when I was little um, about a guy that was drowning in a river and then a guy on a horse with a rope wanted to help him and the guy drowning said no God will save me then a man in a boat came and the guy drowning said no God will save me and finally a helicopter came and the guy drowning said no bro God will save me Obviously, when he eventually died, the drowning guy, you know, got to heaven and asked God, God, why didn't you save me? You know, to which obviously God replied and and he's like, son, (laughs) I sent you the man on the horse. I sent you the boat. I even sent you the helicopter. So moral of the story for me, I believe God gives us ways to save ourselves through him. I won't get into my view on God and free will and life lessons on this episode. I will one day. But I do plan on sharing, you know, my viewpoint and my story of my spirituality journey in a different episode. Let me just share here as a little reminder. When I say God and him, it's the universe. It's the spirit. It's really a divine source that doesn't have sex or gender. I was just raised to call it God in him, that it stuck with me. But if you have a different description of God, basically insert your description whenever I say God. I derailed a bit from the topic because I just wanted to make sure that you understood, you know, when I say God and and what I mean. I know choosing to be bothered about what people's personal choices are basically means I'm judging them. So I'm admitting it. I also need to, you know, just say that I I fully admit it, right? And I work super hard every day to not judge people that don't have the same pandemic views as I do. You know, I do work every day to try to remind myself that I only control what 
I do. So I do share with you my true emotional transparency here, but also I want to remind you guys that I'm human and so are you. I'm aware that I can only do what's in my power to stay safe and practice social distancing or wearing a mask, etc. What you do, I mean, honestly and truly is none of my business. I just am human and organically react to other people's choices. And it's been really hard for me. I'm not going to lie. It's been really hard having to coach myself on not having FOMO, fear of missing out or anger because I have a different perspective on how to live through a worldwide pandemic. I've also realized I've avoided people lately. I have. And I've used my energy, like the little amount of energy that I have to focus on finishing up work for the year, to focus on my brand, to focus on my family, to focus on my partnership, my relationship, my kids. It kind of sucks. And I know it sounds really mean because I have distanced myself a little bit. I love everyone in my life. I hope everyone tuning in that is in my life knows how how much I love them. Um, And there are no ill intentions in me taking some time. I think just being in a phase of low energy, of growth, while dealing with a lot of emotions makes it really hard for me to be on all the time. I don't know if you can relate. Sometimes we just need to follow our needs and hope that those that love us will accept our choices for space or for that, you know, need of a timeout. Sometimes there aren't any guilt trips, but sometimes you have to put on your warrior queen armor and basically block any negativity that comes your way from people that don't respect, honor, or understand your choice. I definitely will say that the extra emotions from this month caused me to delay recording this podcast. I kept thinking, how can I possibly talk about a new year and feel this discombobulated? I will say I feel better today. Today is day three of my heavy period. Two days before New Year. The house is a fucking mess. My to-do list, definitely not done. And I'm in the same loungewear from yesterday morning. It's cute though, you know, and I did change my undies so I don't feel totally gross. I did shower today. I just put on the same loungewear. What I'm trying to say basically is that I feel better today while still being the hot mess that I have really perfected. I know I feel better because I let all the heavy, hard emotions come through. I didn't stop it. I didn't try to deflect or minimize them. I literally just felt them all and then let them pass on their own. Let them go ahead and be here the time they needed to be and just let them pass on. So if you're a hot mess like me in 2020 and had some blurps of happiness, of success, of thriving, you fucking rock. Like my good friend, Dora the Explorer said, we did it, we did it, we did it. (laughs) Oh my God, I can't believe I did that. But we did it. So here's another reason why I love New Year's. We can rely on two constants in life. Those two constants are time and death. Those are the two in my life that I focus on. Time always keeps going. It doesn't stop for anyone or anything. Death comes. It doesn't always tell you when. And I'll admit it petrifies me. But having lost my dad in 2014, I realize it doesn't listen to anyone either. (laughs) When your time here is done, it's done. I don't think of it also as being scary or something negative. I know death marks just the completion of your journey on earth. 
That's really what it is. Every beginning has an ending and I'm very grateful that 2020 is ending. Even if I have no idea, like I said, what 2021 will be, if it will be a shit show part duh, part duh. Sometimes I can speak French, but really I can't. So part two. So I don't know what 2021 will have, if it's going to be a shit show part two, or if it'll be an amazing year. I'm just really thrilled to end a really heavy year. Also, I need to have a mini soul disclaimer here because maybe your 2020 wasn't heavy at all. Maybe 2020 for you was one of the best years of your life. I just don't want you to feel ashamed or scared to share that because it's your truth. You can be happy for everything the year gave you and also you can have room in your heart for empathy for what others have gone through this year. My year 2020 didn't totally suck. A lot of goodness and healing came from it. So next year could be amazeballs for me and really suck for you. So it has nothing to do with the year on the calendar. It just has to do with your journey. So when I look back at all the 12 months of 2020, I do see there are some magical things that happened in the middle of pain, discomfort, worry, fear. I know I have mentioned this before, but I really did find a thought process that helped me find balance and allowed me to celebrate those happy moments in the middle of hardship. So I decided to adapt the mentality of duality. And I'll speak more about it in future episodes, but duality for me is knowing that life can both be hard, fragile, and scary, and at the same time, it can be magical, fabulous, and really impactful. Knowing and understanding that really made me feel like I could be happy in moments where I wanted to be happy even when things are really rough. I figured instead of recapping the year and what happened every month, because honestly, for some reason, I know no one asked and I thought it would be an interesting idea, but now I realize it definitely was not. So I scratched it from my outline of today's podcast. What I would rather do instead is share some life lessons I received this year that maybe will resonate with you uh, and maybe even spark you to reflect on your own lessons. Because believe me, we had a ton of them. Here are my top 13 lessons. And I know I could have said 10 because it sounds nicer, like top 10. And you wouldn't have even noticed, but I just feel bad lying. So there's 13 here. (laughs) Okay, so one, prior to COVID, I always had something to do, somewhere to go, someone to see. I loved that every weekend I had it scheduled. I felt so, I feel like a boss saying, oh, I can't see you today because I can't see you until three months from now. (laughs) Then when COVID hit, and we stayed home, I realized very quickly being busy was my way to avoid healing trauma that needed my love and my attention. Two, prior to this year, I made others a priority over my well-being, and this year definitely allowed me to put myself first because I didn't get to see anybody, so it helped me really develop skills to put myself first. Three, I took messy, scary action. I don't think I would have taken the leaps I have this year if it wasn't for having to stay still for a few months. It was definitely hard work facing myself in the mirror and trying to love myself through really hard moments of healing, really hard moments of self-reflection and really, really hard moments of self-awareness. Four, I learned. (laughs) 
I learned that baking banana nut bread once or twice a week really wasn't helping anyone. (laughs) I tried different recipes. I think Francisco was ready to like live in the backyard and not have to deal with my banana bread. Honestly, I should have just frozen the old bananas for smoothies. I really should have. Five, I made the choice to educate myself more on social injustice, on police brutality, on equity and equality. You know, I realized I need to do more to support others that don't have the same privileges I do. Six, I realized a social media detox probably saved my life. I was off of social media. I was social media free for about three months, starting in June to August. And during that time, I actually hired a life coach for one-on-one sessions for 12 weeks. Seven, investing in yourself is worth it because guys, ain't nobody going to invest in me more than myself. No one's going to invest more in yourself than you. It sounds better like that than saying no one's going to invest in me more than myself. (laughs) I invested over $8,500 on myself this year and I see the full benefit a hundred percent because this Marisol versus the Marisol from before is a totally different version of herself. And just like professional athletes and singers and CEOs, they all need coaches. Well, honey, so do we, all of us, all of us need it. I am the quarterback, the Adele and the CEO of my motherfucking life. And so are you. I throw out the number because I would never, I would have never invested that amount ever on myself, but I would have most certainly planned a trip to Europe or Bora Bora without any hesitation. But don't get it twisted. Immediately when I feel comfortable to start traveling again, I am going to plan a trip. I don't know where I'm going, what I'm doing, who's coming with me, but I'm planning a trip. But I'll forever put myself first before a trip that makes me happy for two weeks. And then for the rest of the year, I'm waiting for the next trip to survive. I just, I'm not doing that anymore. Also, I just want to point out if the budget isn't there to go hard on investing, there are so many amazing free programs and podcasts and YouTube you can get started with. Little secret, I'm doing some of that soon. Even this podcast is a free resource for you right now. And they're only going to get better. Count on it. I'm not saying you need to invest thousands to get started. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying you got to first commit to always believing that you are the quarterback, the Adele, and the CEO of your life, and you deserve it. I'm saying deserve in all caps. To invest in yourself in whatever way feasible. Also, for any of my friends that are tuning in right now, if you have a direct contact with Adele, can you please let her know she has a best friend? Basically, she has a sister in Goodyear, Arizona, please. I would really appreciate that. Adele's my girl. Okay, so moving forward. Eight, I leaned into my creative side that was quiet for a really long time. Finally launching my projects I had been talking about for months and years, but I never actually pulled the trigger because I wasn't good enough. And I'm still probably not quote unquote good enough when I compare to, you know, I compare myself to seasoned podcasters and YouTubers. But why the fuck would I compare myself to them? You know, I'm in the newbie category right now and I think I'm fucking killing it. I love being creative with what I'm really good at because honestly, it makes me feel really aligned with what feels right for me. Have you ever felt that with something? If you have, stop ignoring it. Nine, I understood my place of work is not more important than my mental health. And the email can fucking wait. 
I stopped feeling guilty and ashamed for being so paralyzed by depression or or anxiousness some days that I needed to call out of work. I started to learn to nurture myself, knowing that any job that couldn't understand my need to take care of myself first truly wasn't meant for me. Thankfully, I'm extremely fortunate, friends, to work for a company that does put mental health in a really top priority for their employees. And I just really wish more companies did that. 10, I'm still working on this next one, but this one slapped me right in the fucking face real quick. I am trying really hard to remember. I can't control outside variables. I can literally only control how I react to them. I can't control world pandemics. I can't control racism. I can't control politics. I can't control Francisco, my man. I can't control my family. I can't control my friends. I basically can't control anything outside my body. And even sometimes my body plays games with me and reminds me I can't control it either. You know, this sexy beast of a body sometimes does whatever it wants, but you know what I mean. 11, another big lesson I learned is to not be afraid to start from the newbie level again. You know, I've been in corporate America in marketing for so long with an established career and everything that I didn't want to be new to podcasting and YouTubing. But here we are, new as can be. Making mistakes literally left and right and still producing. Honestly, I can't wait for time to pass by and then look back at my first video or podcast and be like, damn, I was so good back then, but now I'm so much better. 12, I learned financial knowledge and good financial practices truly break generational cycles. I'm still learning to remove those false narratives and heal from financial scarcity. I can't say that word all the time, scarcity. I'm trying to remove myself from that scarcity mindset to an abundant one. And I'll admit, I definitely had to learn (laughs) that I don't need to be shopping at two in the morning when I can't sleep. I need to grab the book that's right next to me instead of my phone and stop putting shit in my cart that I just pretended to want to save for later. And then a few days later, it would arrive at my front door. I don't know if anybody can relate to that, but it just magically arrived. I didn't even push the button. Yeah, I did push the button. 13, the last one. Overall, reflecting on this crazy ass year, I think I really learned and embraced how to be kind and empathetic while keeping my energy safe. I can say it a million times. Boundaries are my best friends and they can be yours too. So that was my 2020. I could go on and on, but I think this episode would never be ending. And I think this one's going to be a long one already. So apologies. I really invite you to write down your top three, five, 10, 13 lessons 2020 gifted you. It's a really nice way to honor your journey and the completion of a year. Not all lessons need to be detailed or need to be positive ones. If 2020 forced you to learn how to face a loss of a loved one, forced you to face a loss of your job, forced you to end relationships, whatever it forced you to do that was really painful and hard, I know that healing takes time and it's not easy. But like I said before, time is the only constant we can bank on. Because take it from me that lost my dad six years ago, Time has been able to help me live with the loss and find peace in my heart. Make the list of those 2020 lessons because later on, you'll see what a boss bitch warrior queen or king you are. 
So shifting gears, let's talk about 2021. I'm going to do a remix on you guys. I'm not going to talk about detailed goal settings because we're all at different levels in our journeys. And I want to be really respectful of those levels and not overwhelm you because I easily get overwhelmed. Instead, I'm going to give you five tips on how to set intentions for a new chapter in your life or a new year. If you're ready to dabble into goal setting details, okay, cool. I'll definitely be having that type of podcast episode later on. But for now, let's go ahead and just talk about these five recommendations. So the first one is ask yourself, what do I want to leave behind in 2020? Or what do I want to leave behind in my previous chapter of my life? An example for me, I want to leave self-doubt. I want to leave emotional eating, minimize it at least. I want to leave self-sabotage and I want to leave people that don't deserve me or my time. Number two, intentionally accept and love yourself for who you are this very moment. We get really wrapped up and focused on what we want to be that we tend not to like who we are right now. You don't have to be happy with all your choices and you don't have to be in your perfect world to love yourself. Don't wait. Seriously, friends, don't wait to accept yourself for who you are right now because when you do reach all those goals and all those dreams, you'll be a newbie at loving yourself. You may even miss out on validating the successes because you have no idea how to love yourself at any stage of your life. Number three, make your voice and your decisions louder than anyone's. I'm going to go ahead and repeat that real quick. Make your voice and your decisions louder than anyone's. The way to build a meaningful, authentic, and powerful life is legit to filter out the noise and look within yourself. Invite assertiveness and your voice into this new chapter and this new year. It may make people mad, but you need to remember one more time. I'm going to do the air horn. Opinions of others is none of your business. Number four, outline your personal values. Get started there. Your personal values, write them down, remember them, memorize them. These values that you'll create will guide you when making decisions, taking actions, and taking leap of faith. Values that align with who you are and where you want to be. Those are the values you need. Typically, values are one-worded concepts like kindness, honesty, integrity, freedom, equality, loyalty, open-mindedness. That's two words, but there's a hyphen. Uh, Reliability, commitment. Real quick, notice that happiness is not a value, friends. It's a result of your actions, your thoughts, your decisions that are driven by Dun, 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 your values. And last but certainly not least, number five, this one sounds silly, but I really encourage you to write down three to five dreams like they have already become a reality. So example, here are some of mine. I am off my blood pressure medication. I started my podcast. I started my own business. I asked for more visibility in my career. I completed a 5K. That's not really mine. I wouldn't, I don't know if I wanna ever complete a 5K. I started a nonprofit I attended my first therapist appointment. I signed up for my first one-on-one life coaching. I won a pie eating contest. I wore a two-piece in public. I'm 300 pounds, friends, and I love wearing two pieces, FYI. Okay, so for now, that's it. If you wanna dabble into goals and set dates of completion on them, totally get on it and do it. If it causes you to freak out, take it slow. 
Start with your values and your affirmations. If one of your values is health and one of your affirmations is I am off my blood pressure medications, well, guess what? All you have to do now, jot down an easy strategy on how you would get to that affirmation. It may be work. I mean, it may be a lot of work, but your value will guide you and your affirmation will inspire you. Believe it. So to end this super long podcast, I love you so much. If you're still listening, thank you, thank you. My wish for you this new year and for any new chapter in your life is the following. I don't even know why I'm getting emotional, but here we are. More compassion for yourself and others, more kindness, more impact, more healing, and more love. Remember growth without rushing is powerful and helps you set the foundation for longevity. It takes time to create something that is out of this world fucking fantastic. Throw away the idea that we have any control on outside variables like a pandemic. Know that gratitude is the super glue that holds sanity and peace. If you're feeling like you're about to lose your shit, because that's me almost every day, quickly find five reasons why to be grateful and just breathe. And lastly, something I just recently read, it said, letting go is a big part of the flow of nature. It feels like a restart. It feels like a rebirth. So I honor your rebirth. I honor you. I honor this new year. I honor the new chapter. You matter. Your story is valid. And you are so fucking magical. I'll talk to you guys later. Have a good one. Thanks so much for joining me today. If you connected with me in any way, please like, subscribe, and leave me a review. Feel free to screenshot your listening and tag me. I promise I'll see it. Let me know if you have a topic in mind you'd like to discuss. Shoot me an email at marisolsaysitall at gmail.com. Want to see and hear more content? Make sure to look for me on Insta and Facebook at marisolsaysitall. Don't forget, you're fucking fantastic. Your story matters and you got this. Talk to you next time.